Welcome guys, I'm Najee Simmons and this is the No Job Podcast where we hate jobs but absolutely love to work when the work has meaning, when it's purposeful to us. We believe that everybody has to earn a living, but nobody has to have a job. That's why we get together and study the habits of successful people. That's why we encourage each other because we know it's possible to find a way to earn a living without feeling like we're wasting our lives between the hours of 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. And that's the heart of the No Job Podcast, and that's my heart for this community. We're finding a better way, the path to joblessness, joblessness. So for some of us, it's finding our way to a new job that we're so deeply aligned with that it doesn't feel like a job, where it feels like somebody else is paying us to work for ourselves to do what we'd want to be doing anyway. For others, it's entrepreneurship or starting a company. For others, it's a new mindset about the position we're already in, adding a little gratitude to the mix and and seeing opportunity where we once felt stuck. But here's what I know. We have the power to change our lives. And this is a place where we can foster the kind of mentality, the kind of work ethic, and the kind of courage that it takes to do it. And today we're going to tackle one of the big things holding many of us back from making a move in the right direction or keeping us from taking the sort of bold steps that we need to. It stops most of us before we even get started. Not only in our businesses or careers, but in every part of our lives. It's why we stay stuck and it's why we don't want to be seen. Today, We're going to take the shame off of you. This is the No Job Podcast. So guys, before we go on, I just know from reading comments and and feedback on social media, and I thank you guys for interacting interacting with me there. I love and appreciate you for it. But I know from the comments on some posts I made and, and talking to people that I know that last time I left you guys on a sort of cliffhanger. And I never resolved the conflict that I set up. So I'm here to to resolve that today. So for my first timers, I'm referring back to episode one, where I told the story of how I lost my job early last year and how strangely I felt relieved. I said my daughter was doing a month. In fact, my wife corrected me. She was doing three weeks from that day. And somehow I felt relieved when I got let go. I said I felt freed as much as I felt fired, even though I was scared and hurt and everything else. And I took that to mean that the job wasn't for me. In fact, I took it to mean that jobs weren't for me and that I owed it to myself to find work that was meaningful to me, to find a way to align the use of my energy with my passion in order to build something or do something meaningful to me. And I think if you're listening, you want that too. But what I never told you was what I'm doing now. I never told you what I did after I got let go. Let's get into that. And I'll tell you right now, it's not the romantic answer that you might be looking for, but it's a real one. I spent a few months with the newborn baby, which was awesome. And I count that a blessing from God for sure. But then I looked for a job. Listen. I believe everything I tell you on this podcast, and I don't want to have a job 
or somewhere that I go just to make money. But I also believe that I have to handle my responsibilities. And since I didn't have a business or an idea or capital to fund one, if I did, I had to go work and get a job while I figured it out. And here's where today's topic, shame, comes in. Okay? Because I was applying for jobs online for months using all the websites, all all the ones you know and have heard of. Getting occasional responses, but nothing for any opportunities that made sense for me or for my family. The hours were wrong. Pay was too low. There was always something wrong with everyone. And I want to stop here and say, if you've ever been in the market for a job before, which I know most of you have, you know that what I just described is literally the hardest and most inefficient way to find one. I don't even know how often the resumes I submitted were even seen by an actual person. The easiest and smartest way to look for a job or anything you need help with, right, is through people you know. It's through connections. That speeds things up a little bit or a lot. And by the grace of God, I'm connected to some people that have the ability to help me in many different areas. But I wasn't hitting any of these people up. In fact, one of those noteworthy people with connections was the boss who had just let me go. I didn't mention this, but the day he let me go, he specifically said, He made sure I knew this. He took the time out to make this clear. He said, my performance was not the reason I was let go. It was clearly and plainly a financial matter and that he liked me and wanted to help me find a new position with one of the many people and companies he was connected to. He said he'd write me a glowing recommendation to work anywhere that he had influence. And he even mentioned a specific company he knew he could get me in with. So why wasn't he my first call? Why am, on, why am I online submitting resumes to, to, to who knows where, not knowing if they'll ever be seen? Why was I doing it the hard way? The answer to that question is shame. I know how stupid it is. I really do. I know I was letting an emotion Get in the way of me finding the quickest route to, to, to do my part in providing for my family. But the truth is, I let shame do that to me. And here's a major point, a major piece of this message that I want to really bring home today. This is what shame does. It cuts off connection. Not because people don't want to be connected to you. No, no, no. It's because you're hiding from people. You, you don't want to be found. If I'm keeping it a buck, I was hiding from people in my personal life that I knew and that loved me and that I was actually close with because I didn't want them to find out that I was the low man on the totem pole at my job and I got let go. Because for me, looking successful at whatever I was doing, even if I didn't want to do it, was always important. But it can't be more important than telling the truth and it can't be more important than getting help when you need it. And I'm not the only one that's that stupid. I know that for sure. So I wasn't even having conversations about anything freely with people. I was nervous. I was I was trying to manage which way the conversation went because I didn't want the conversation to lead to one of the most common conversation starters on the planet, which is work. 
Can you imagine how much mental gymnastics I had to do to make that happen? To avoid work and conversation with people? That's all people talk about. Because if we started talking about work, I'd have to admit that I was a human being and susceptible to the same things as everyone else and that during a global outbreak, I got let go like so many millions of other people. That I wasn't exempt and that I wasn't Superman. Let me tell you something. On your path to joblessness, you are going to need help. On your path to joblessness, on your path to finding meaningful, purposeful work, building or doing something that's important to you, you will need help. And on this path, you will not be Superman or Superwoman. I can't stand when people talk about people. Listen, I know we love and appreciate our our parents, our spouses, but when we call them Superman and Superwoman, we ought to be careful. We're not putting undue pressure on them to be something they can't be. Why, Why is it we have to compare them to a fictional character that has superhuman strength and endurance and ability, and we can't just say, I appreciate your efforts because they're yours? And because you're using your energy to assist me, to care for me, to help me. And maybe it's a little bit more of a compliment when we acknowledge that, hey, look, I know you're human. I know your energy is not unlimited. And it means so much to me that you would spend some of this finite resource on me. Why would we want anybody to believe that we're Superman or Superwoman? Why would you want anyone to believe that you're perfect? That's a living hell because as soon as you start to hold up an image of perfection, you have to become a full-time liar to protect it. I've said that before and I'll say it again because it's good. As soon as you develop the need to hold up an image of perfection, you got to become a full-time liar in order to protect it because perfections for human beings is something that's just not true. So if you're ashamed to ask for support from people who can help you, Even people who want to help you, you're fighting with your hands tied behind your back and you're making life 1,000 times more difficult than it already is and it's pretty hard to begin with. So, I was ashamed to ask for help from a guy who fired me and I waited months to reach out because of foolish pride. Your pride And your shame costs you money and opportunities. Your pride and your shame cost you money and cost you opportunities. Your pride and your shame could well cost you your dream. Your pride and your shame could cost you your chance at joblessness. Did you know that? Shoot. Something else. So let me tell you. Let me ask you, what is the next obvious step that you're avoiding or delaying because of shame or because of its cousin, pride? Who aren't you reaching out to for help? You say you want X. You say you want Y. You say you want Z. You say this is your dream, your goal, your vision. You say this is the ultimate purpose for you. Then why aren't you reaching out for help? What connections are cut off in your life because of shame and because of pride? 
because you don't want anybody to know that you would need help or because you don't want anybody to know you have aspirations. That's the other side of the coin. Let me tell you something. When I swallowed my pride, my stupid pride, which was worth nothing, when I swallowed my pride and called up the man that I needed to call my former boss within days, yes, days, I had the HR department at the company he referred me to calling my phone to figure out how they could hire me. To figure out what my skills are, what do you prefer to do? They made it their business to find out where I fit in. And now I work there. So I hope we just kill two birds with one stone. First, I got you updated on what I'm doing these days. I'm working a job from nine to five while building the No Job podcast brand from five to nine. And we've also identified the effects of unaddressed shame. One, it drives you into hiding. How are you going to succeed in your work if you remain hidden? And two, it cuts you off from connection. Who's going to help you if you're not connected to anybody? Being visible and being connected are very important factors on the path to joblessness and on the road to success. But we'll share more on that another time. And before this episode is through, we're going to take the shame off of you. This is the No Job Podcast. Okay, so this is where I go off the script because honestly, I didn't have time to finish the script before getting here to the studio. But I think I know what I want to say is about taking the shame off of you. And I say I say it that way in particular for a reason. Because in our society, you might have heard this growing up. In our society, we have a, a way that everybody understands to cast shame on somebody, right? You do something wrong, what does your teacher say? Shame on you. Shame on you, Billy. Shame on you, Jesse. Shame on you, Tariq, whatever your name is. Shame on you. But have you ever had anybody take the shame off of you? Have you ever had anybody take the shame off of you? Have you ever taken the shame off of yourself? I think that's a problem we have to address in society. We are experts at heaping shame on people when we feel that they've done something wrong. But we're not very interested as a society in redemption. We're not very interested in rehabilitation. We're not very interested in taking the shame off of people. See, my theory is, and I'm not a professional in these things. It's just what I've observed. Take it or leave it. But I think you should take it. We, 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 we build up little shame units over the course of our lives and we never have them exercised from us. We never get rid of them, right? So it starts as a grain of sand. Next thing you know, it, it's a bag of sand. Next thing you know, your, your, your back is broken under the weight of the shame and everybody's the same way because we never take the shame off of us. And what is shame? I'm defining shame here as the feeling, the painful feeling that's associated with believing or thinking that you yourself are bad. So it's not a focus on what you did that might have been bad. It's a it's a statement and a declaration about yourself. You are bad, so you ought to feel ashamed. That's why we cancel people who are 
who, who do bad things. We're saying they're bad. We're, we have to get rid of them completely. And we don't want them to come back into our society. We're heaping shame on them. Shame has to do with identity, while, while guilt has to do with an individual act. And the main form I think shame takes for most of us is telling us that we're not good enough, we're not, we're not worthy to, to do what we're trying to do. And this is where, this is where it, it hits home for us here at the No Job Podcast, those of us on the path to joblessness. Because to put yourself out to the world as somebody who's offering a product or service and somebody who's doing something different, most of us wouldn't even wear clothing that's different, let alone try to publicly, try to publicly live our lives and support ourselves in a way that's different. It takes a lot of courage to, to go out and present yourselves differently, right? That's why nobody likes to share their dreams because most people's dreams are different from the prescription that we get in high school and from our parents of going to college and getting a job. And there's nothing wrong with going to college and getting a job if that's what you want to do. But if it's not, it's often something you followed blindly into the the misery you're in now. And here we are on the No Job Podcast, working our way out of that situation. Shame will have you believe you're not worthy to, to do anything differently than the people around you, whether it's working for those people or not. Sometimes we generate it internally. Sometimes it's heaped on us externally. But whatever the case is, whether, whether you had a parent that was abusive and heaped shame on you constantly, whether it's something you gathered in others' implicit attitude towards you, all the shame you have, all the shame you carry is something that you accepted. You could have rejected it, but you accepted it. Uh, maybe, maybe you were so young, you were highly influenceable, and you didn't realize that you could have rejected it. But the truth is you could have. So what can we do about it in the place that we are today? My message to the jobless is shame off of you. Whoever puts shame on you, I'm here to take shame off of you because you will never do what you were meant to do while you are ashamed. Shame off of you. Listen to me. Shame off of you. I'm going to say it as fiercely as they said shame on you. Shame off you. Shame off you. Shame off you. Shame off you. I'm not mad at you. I'm just passionate. Shame off you. Get used to that. Get used to saying it to yourself. Shame off me. Shame off me. Shame off me. Shame off me. You got to be as comfortable saying it as I am right now. You got to be as passionate saying it as I am right now because you spent a long time accumulating this junk, but you're the one who accepted it and you're the one who can reject it. You're the one who accepted that perception of yourself and you're the one who can reject it and build a new perception of yourself. Shame off of me. Shame off of you. And if you're someone who doesn't know whether you're ashamed of yourself or not, I have a litmus test. Real simple, real easy. 
people are going to be mad at this, but it's the truth. If you're not enthusiastic about yourself, you're ashamed of yourself. If you're not enthusiastic, you're ashamed. If you're not enthusiastic, you're ashamed. Straight up. It's black or it's white. It's black or it's white. If you're not enthusiastic, you're ashamed. That enthusiasm has to be practiced. That enthusiasm has to be rehearsed because it's not an easy thing to change your mind. But it's something you can do and it's something that you should do. It's something that you must do if you're ever going to make it on this path because this is a long, hard road, people. Nobody said it was going to be easy. But here at the No Job Podcast, we believe it's worth it. My message to you today is shame off you. Who, 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 are, who, who are you? Who am I to present myself to the world and, and try, to, try to make a living in a way that I'm passionate about? Who are you? You're the only you there's ever going to be living the only life you're ever going to have. Shame off you. This is the No Job Podcast. This episode of the No Job Podcast is brought to you by Grindstone. What is your grindstone? Grindstone focuses on helping producers, creators, people who want to put things out into the world, manifest what's inside of them to the whole world. Through audio, video, and every medium imaginable, we help you tell your story to the world around you. Grindstone, what is your grindstone? Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you. I appreciate you and are so grateful that you decided to spend some of your time with us. Make sure you're using the comment section on social media and anywhere you find us to be a community, to encourage each other, to motivate each other, to remember that it is possible to find a way to use your energy aligned with your passion to manifest something that is important to you. DM me. Talk to me. Tell me what you want to hear more of. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. I'm looking for your feedback. I want to talk to you because I'm here to serve you. That's what this whole thing is about. Until next time, this is the No Job Podcast.